You're listening to the Producer Podcast Highlights. I'm your host, Micah Versman, and today we're sitting down with David Cook and Aaron Burns to discuss two questions. First, what type of gear or tools should a producer be investing in? And two, how do you stay busy when there's maybe a lull in the film industry as a producer? So without further ado, let's jump in and get started. Up first, we're joined by David Cook as we look at the question, what gear and tools should we be investing in as producers? I think for a producer, there's going to be certain software that's helpful. Uh, There's some industry standard uh, tools that are used, uh, whether it's movie magic budgeting or scheduling, whether it's, it's something else along those lines, you know, might be helpful. A lot of that usually just depends on who you're working with, what kind of projects you're doing, what you need to have. You might need to have some script software as well, just to be able to edit or send notes with scripts. But if you don't need it, then, you know, there's no need to buy that until you need it. Thankfully, most of the stuff that producers need to use, they're just very basic uh, office-related thing. You know, you might want to have a little printer, you might want to have a good computer, and that's, you know, pretty much all you need. Uh, It's all about the brain and a whole lot less about the gear. And now we'll hear from Aaron Burns. Aaron is the producer on films such as Pendragon and Beyond the Mask for Burns Family Studios, as well as having worked on projects like War Room and Overcomer. There are two things, so not necessarily gear or tools, but the two things that you should be investing in are relationships and yourself. By investing in yourself, I mean that you should be constantly seeking to learn and constantly seeking to improve your craft, uh, to grow in your emotional maturity, um, in your emotional intelligence, uh, to grow in your um, compassion, your ability to relate to others, um, to grow in your faith, uh, and, and all of those, those things that that means. Um, because as, as you grow as a leader, as a producer, as a leader, as a visionary, um, you'll be able to better serve the people around you. And learn your craft too. Study other films, break down their budgets, um, go to conferences, uh, read books, uh, do all of those things. And I have another life philosophy that I've, I've learned is there's kind of three ways to learn. You learn by doing it, you learn by studying it, and you learn by mentorship or by watching other people do it. So you have to do all three. And the more okay. you do, the better, the better and better you can, you can become as you invest in in uh, improving yourself. Um, so for a you know, very early stage filmmaker, you, I'm sure somebody in your family has a smartphone that has a camera on it. Just go shoot something. Just go shoot something and see what happens. And write a little script, plan it out, and shoot something. And then take note of the things that went well, the things that didn't went well, why did it work, why didn't it work. And, and you, that's the doing it. Then go study it. Uh, read books on producing, watch YouTube videos on filmmaking, uh, and, and repeat that process a couple times. And then look for opportunities to have the privilege of the, of the third one of watching others do it. And that could be by volunteering to help on a production to be a locations manager or to be an extra or to, to serve in some way um, for other film projects. And you know, as you demonstrate that you're willing to help and you're willing to serve, 
those opportunities will, will turn into something bigger and bigger. But bring your bring your your good attitude and your good work ethic, and just be watching all the time. Why, I wonder why they made that decision. I wonder why they did that. I wonder why they chose to do it this way. I wonder why they spent so much money on that. Um, and you'll you'll learn pretty quickly. So I had the chance to do all three of those things where we worked and worked and worked on our own stuff, um, studied, 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 and then after we made a couple of films, got invited to come out and volunteer on other people's projects. And so I volunteered on a couple of projects and then wound up getting hired on other projects and then went back and made our own movie. So kind of as you do those cycles, um, you'll be improving yourself. And I would also say, you know, life is about so much more than movies. Uh, mm -hmm. You need to be and have a community that's not just a filmmaking community. You need to be involved in a good church. You need to have good relationships with your family and find balance in all of the, the other life areas so that you, you can be a good filmmaker. Um, but that's not your core identity. That's not who any of us are is deep down inside as, as a filmmaker. And always remember that, that if your filmmaking fails, you're not a failure. Um, and that your identity can be found in who you're created to be, in, and that's a, a child of God. Um, so that's one thing that you can invest in as a, uh, now it's not gear, but that's, that's yourself and not in a self-serving way, but you can better serve your team. And the other huge one is, is relationships. Um, so I have many, many friends all over the country that I've worked with on projects and you love to end a project, um, where everyone makes it to the top of the mountain alive together, right? Like, Yay, we're here. And you look back and there's dead bodies of all the people who you began with scattered down the mountain. Now, a few people die in every film production, not literally, but, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, safety is, is important. But there, there always is the potential for damaged relationships and disappointment and frustration and conflict and tension and those things. But as you work to, um, as, as you grow in your ability to listen and to problem solve and to plan and communicate um, and those things, you can, you can work to minimize those things and to build those relationships and be giving and investing in other people. Uh, and that will create opportunities for them to come back and help you when it's when it's your turn. So um, those are two areas that I would say, yeah, we don't have toys and tools as producers, but you should have um, hard, you know, budget and processing and planning, you know, technical skills, um, and then those relational skills and your own your own wisdom and maturity, and then also the relationships that you have with other people. You can you can be investing in them. And now we're once again joined by David Cook as we look at how a producer can keep up their skills when there might be a lull in the film industry. I think as a producer, it's important to have your finger on the pulse. So you're wanting to have as much information as possible. That helps inform your decisions. The more experience and the more information you have, the better decisions typically you can make when you're problem solving, when you're budgeting, any of these things. So I try to have a good understanding of all the different departments. So if you're lacking in one of those areas, you know, uh, maybe you need to make some phone calls and just talk with some of the people that are really good at what they do and just say, you know, just wanted to catch up, see how you were doing. And also just trying to, you know, improve my skill set and just wanted to ask you some questions about your department or whatever, uh, or just going over previous projects and trying to say, you know, where could I have done better? What went wrong? You know, re-examine some of those things, think through those. You can learn a lot from your previous mistakes uh, or what went well. And you can always hone your skills as well if you just have the time to do that. 
take a few different projects, run your own budget, you know, just put those numbers together, see how it maps out, uh, move the budget up and down to scale, you know, like, okay, if I have $3 million instead of 500,000, how does that adjust the scale? What am I paying people at that bracket? How does it all map out? The faster you can do that, the better you have an understanding of all those numbers, the better you're going to be able to problem solve or keep yourself on budget. Uh, I enjoyed, as I was starting out in film, working in a lot of different departments. And that helped me have a better understanding of what was needed and how things work and where the, the money is spent within a department. Uh, each department has their own value system of what's important. And understanding where you can help them with that and then where you need to rein that in can be very helpful for overall balanced budget as well. So, you know, if you have some time, you're trying to figure stuff out or you want to stay sharp, uh, really it's just about continuing to know where things are at, knowing what the newest equipment is that's coming out as a producer is still relevant. Listening to podcasts or conversations of people that are talking about their area of expertise can help inform your overall picture. So, you know, listening to what the lighting guys are saying or what the camera guys are saying or what the sound guys are saying, what they're using, how they're doing things. It can also help you ask the right questions when you're working on a project as to what gear you might actually need versus what gear you actually don't, you know, because you listen to that podcast about essential gear. Uh, just knowing the lingo and the verbiage so that when, you know, you're lighting technician starts talking about the equipment or you see the list of the equipment they want to get from the rental house so that you know what they actually are and you know what they actually need and what this like on the wish list because they know what's on their wish list and if you can get it for them in your budget it's great you know because it's going to add that little tweak it's going to save a little bit of time but the flip side is if you're like yeah you know i don't have the money for all of that thing you kind of say hey maybe you can lose this you know 1200 because you already have two and we've already got this you know 800 joker so maybe we can you know just trim this down a little bit and then they may come back and say well we've got this scene and this scene and the story that call for this and so that's why we need it and then you say well maybe we can just bring it on for you know those two days instead of the whole shoot so you know just having that understanding that basic understanding of the different departments being able to communicate well understand what they're saying it's helpful as well. So, yeah, just cross-train a little bit. Listen to what everybody's saying. And re finally, wrapping up today's special episode of The Producer Podcast, we're joined by Aaron Burns to get his thoughts on the question. Well, it's a, it's a very good question. Uh, remember that a producer's job, a third of it is figuring out what to do. So okay. it's what to do and doing it. So development never stops. And so I, you know, in, in, in seasons like this, take a big opportunity to pause, to sit back, to pray and think and plan about what should be coming next and connect with, there's a lot of writers and a lot of people out there who are out of work right now, right? Who don't have anything going on potentially. So go and start, get some projects in development and start writing some scripts uh, and start making some plans and, and building connections and, and those kind of things for the future. So that's something you can always, always be doing. And also don't forget about animation. Um, animation and, and, and those kind of things are something that's available no matter what. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see, because of COVID in the long term, you know, that taking an even 
even bigger seat. Mm -hmm. So there are plenty of opportunities to do uh, small things. Um, even like you're doing here, a podcast or an audio drama or finding, finding opportunities to take advantage of, of your space and your schedule to be creating and be telling stories. Um, there, there's plenty of them out there. And uh, we did a shoot during COVID. It was just, it was, a, it was a smaller shoot. The movie Courageous that came out 10 years ago, we had a, another feature film we were supposed to shoot with the Kendricks this past year, but weren't able to, to we just got COVIDized a number of different times with a number of different situations. But then uh, the idea was had, what if we re-released Courageous next year with a shoot a new ending for it, redo the post, all those kind of things. So we were able to do a small shoot. It was just, you know, two days. Uh, we were able to pull off a shoot, um, thankfully during COVID, to shoot a new ending for the film. Um, and to, uh, to get that one, they'll be available to be released. So there's lots of other creative ideas like that that you could do with content that you already have, um, potentially, or uh, with, you know, smaller shoots that maybe you can't pull together 120 people to shoot a whole feature. But there are lots of things to do. So you're a producer, you're creative, figure out, ways to stay busy. Um, and I will admit the, the pressure and the uncertainty and the grief and the sense of loss we've all experienced over the last couple of months, it really wears on you. So don't be afraid um, and intentionally take time to invest in your own um, spiritual health and you know time in the word and time uh, with your communities that are all broken up. It takes more effort to be involved in church and your family and those important things in seasons like this because we don't have access to the normal. So take the extra time and make sure you plan in that extra time. Because I know for me, it's been a very, uh, a year full of the potential for anxiety and uncertainty and all of those kind of things. So it's something that we've been really praying uh, and, and working on to, to keep an open hand and trust the Lord with it. And it hasn't been an easy one, it has not. So. Don't be afraid when you find yourself, you know, struggling with those things to take time and, and use the, um, the community that you have to find that encouragement. Um, and then turn on your creativity and see what you can do. And with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Producer Podcast Highlights. Stay tuned for more Producer Podcast Highlights, as well as news on upcoming new episodes and seasons of the show. Until then, make sure to subscribe to the Producer Podcast. And thanks for listening.